This is the Cliff Yates Show. Personal growth, motivation, inspiration, and philosophies for a great life. Hey everybody, this is the Cliff Yates Show, and obviously I am Cliff Yates, and I'm excited this week to really put out this episode, and if you're watching on YouTube, you are seeing a video next to me, which is highlights of the recent Season 45 winner, D, who's an entrepreneur and also Cuban-born American. And I and my wife both, we got excited when we saw this episode. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, you can't see it, but check out the YouTube channel under this episode and you will see the highlights that I'm showing of D, who won Season 45. And that's what inspired me to this message of The American dream is still alive, everybody. It is still alive. It is under attack, obviously. This is what we see in the news and what we talk about, and we kind of know from what's going on in today's culture and society. But we were really, well, we started watching this uh, a few weeks ago, and of course, it's, it's the new format. Season 45 is 26 days long as opposed to the original 39, so they switched over to a shorter format. So when they introduced all of the contestants, and then we saw, wow, out of the 18, I think it was 18 they started with, D was one of the contestants, Cuban-born D, and Alba and I both got excited. So at the beginning of the six, uh, 26 weeks, and for them 26 days of filming, on day one we said to each other, wouldn't that be exciting if she won this season of Survivor? And so we got really excited because obviously... As most of you know, my wife, Alba, is Cuban-American, citizens, citizen of the United States of America, but born in Cuba, and her, her father just uh, gave up everything. Talk about the American dream, right? As we've, I've, talked, I've talked with Alba in previous episodes, right? Her father, in his late 40s, has the opportunity to come to America. That was his dream to bring his family to America. He had seen pictures of New York, San Francisco, people in suits, and he thought, this is the beacon on, a, on the hill for, of freedom. Of course, he loved Cuba and his, and his culture and his family, but when he had the opportunity by the Cuban government, do you want to leave Cuba and go to America? This is what you got to do. And he said, yes, this is what I want to do. And so they said, fine, we'll come over to your house and we will take an inventory of everything you have, own, and you will sign it all over to us, and we will take an inventory of every pencil you have in the house. And then uh, a year, two years later, when we allow you to leave, we are going to come over, and every pencil better be here for you to turn over to us. So he grabbed the family when he was eventually allowed to come to America, and he got everybody together with basically zero, nothing. Can you imagine giving up everything, signing over everything, to the tyrannical communist government of Cuba just to come to the beacon on a hill. America, the United States of America, he just couldn't wait to get here. And every day that he was here until he passed away at age 90, he wore the American flag every day in some form. Either it was the belt buckle or it was a shirt with the American flag or it was a pin or both or all three. And that was when I really took note and said, that is patriotism. That is loving America. And some of us who are born here, sometimes we don't realize we won the lottery. So we won the lottery if we are born here with this great opportunity to 
do and have whatever we want. And as he would tell you, he won the lottery when he had the opportunity to come here. Either way, it's a win-win for everybody. And so I was, in, I, I was inspired when uh, we were watching this episode. And as time went on, because, you know, first episode, we're saying, what's the chance of her winning this season? We're, we're on day one. But we were just thinking because she, uh, in one of her opening monologues, she talked about how her family, you know, she was born in Cuba. Her family brought her to America to to really experience the American dream. And, that, you know, and that's what she has always dreamed of. And being on Survivor and winning was one of her dreams uh, as a very young girl. And here she was, I think she's 20-something and she's on Survivor. Chance to win it all and fulfill the American dream as American Cuban-Americans. And so Alba and I were just loving every episode. And as each week as each episode would go go along, and we would watch three, four at a time, and, and we were just, wow, she made it to the next day, and we were getting more, could she make it another week or two? And sometimes it looked pretty bleak, but uh, week went on, week went on, week went on till we got to uh, day 26, and uh, D is in the finals of Survivor. And guess what? In the end, she won Survivor. I'm telling you, I had tears in my eyes just because I was just so elated that this example still exists. And we have, we, you know, and that's why I'm inspired also that we have to fight to keep, to cheat, to keep it. We have to keep the American dream alive, the opportunity for the American dream to continue to live. And I think we can do that as citizens and we can inspire people to come here and legally become American citizens Nowhere in the world where you can do that. I can't go to Japan and become Japanese because it is a culture. It's a race. America is ideals and anyone can come here and fulfill those ideals, those American principles and values and fulfill their dreams uh, no matter where they come from, no matter what culture, race, color, creed, religion. It can happen here and this year, Survivor 45 Proved it's still alive. D wins it. Cuban American inspired. Tears in my eyes just to see this happen. It makes me very happy when I see this. And I I thought this is the next episode of the podcast. The American dream is still alive. Let's keep it. Let's keep it alive. Let's all work together to keep that American dream alive. And there are forces, believe me, that are out there fighting against that. And uh, you'd have to come to the realization those are. It's a good versus evil fight that's happening in America today, and we have got to be on the right side, on the side of good to keep the American values and principles alive and fight against those who are trying to deconstruct the American value system and basically delete the possibility of the American dream, which is alive today. And so that's why I wanted to share this with you this week. I think it's so great I think it's so great that, uh, and, and, and the winner, not only to have her as a Cuban-American come and fulfill her American dream, but also, if in, and let's take a look at an interview with her because she was so gracious, so grateful, so humble. So it's nice when someone wins something like this and survives on Survivor, all of these challenges 
and difficulties and obstacles to overcome. And yet, and uh, you wonder, is this person really as humble as they appear to be, as grateful as they appear to be, uh, as a nice person as a, a nice person as they appear to be? Is that the real person? And so it appears to be. And uh, let's listen to a bit of an interview on uh, CBS. This morning, we have a brand new soul survivor. The 45th season of the legendary reality show wrapped up right here on CBS last night. After two immunity challenges, two tribal councils, and one fire-making showdown, <laughs> here's how it ended. The winner of Survivor 45, D. I am still in shock, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I'm on 30 minutes of sleep was with family celebrating i i'm humbled i'm i have so much gratitude in my heart right now Aww. i and, and i'm thriving i everyone goes on the show and wants to be the sole survivor and i and i did that so i'm very very proud of myself wow what a great holiday what was the hardest part about winning mm. the hardest part about winning um having a little bit of guilt with it <laughs> to know that only one person can win and you know you meet these 17 other great freaking individuals like this cast is phenomenal and i think that was uh one of the things we loved about this season is that the cast was so uh respectful of each other and so supportive of each other even if they were getting voted off or they got voted off uh, most of them, if I remember if not all of them would, would turn back after being voted off and hey good luck to everybody it just seemed like, and it's not always the case if you watched many seasons of Survivor, that uh, people are that gracious, especially when they get voted off. And uh, sometimes later, they're a little bit better or in the after show, but initially, you can kind of see or sense the anger uh, and the disappointment, obviously. But you can see here that this cast really did uh, like and love each other, really. And so it's just nice to see how gracious, gracious uh uh, D is and that she uh, she felt a little bit of guilt because she could be the only winner and she she wanted the whole cast to win and I think that was the sentiment that you could really sense from this season man like everyone deserves to win you know so that was the hardest part about winning but the hardest part about being on the show was not eating mm. for two just coconuts <laughs> straight up coconuts for two weeks that was the hardest part about uh being on the show Okay, so this is a very special group of people. Very special. We we know how to have hard conversations. We've all apologized to each other <laughs> for the lies, the backstabbing, um, and the mean comments. But you know, it's it's a show at the end of the day. But these are great human beings. So that's so nice that's to great. hear. This yeah, you're so nice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thank you so <laughs> you much for nice. joining us. You don't look like a backstabber at all. <laughs> yeah, and, no. Yeah, I try not to be. <laughs> uh, well, Dee, congratulations and enjoy your. Well, I'm definitely going to invest the money. I'm going to pay off some of my family debt. Oh. And yeah, I'm just going to 10x that money and start another business. And we'll see. I, I, I need to sit down and see how I want my life to look like from here on out. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, man, the, you know, the Cubans often just are, I mean, they're just great business people. They're always, and she's an entrepreneur, obviously. And, and my wife's family, so many entrepreneurs in the family, uh, even in Cuba, they they know how to trade and and barter and go to other countries and bring things back and trade and this is how they conduct their life with, with little money they they make businesses and then they come to america and they see the opportunity and that's the key to the american dream is the opportunity that everybody sees 
uh, when they get here, it's like, how much money can I make? As much as you want. Wait, how many businesses can I can I have? As many as you want or can conduct. What? So people are coming here. That's why at one time it was four times. You were four times likely to become a millionaire in America if you were an immigrant from somewhere else. Four times more likely than someone who was raised and grew up here just because of the the uh, opportunity and or maybe sometimes because of the limitations. It's your second language. You don't know the money system off the bat and uh, you don't have college degrees usually coming in. And so you're you kind of are forced. You're kind of forced to become an entrepreneur, right? Create your own business, start your own business, and then you thrive. So most a lot of immigrants who come to this country and legally become American citizens and go through the proper procedures, they end up being very successful because they, in many cases, have to start their own businesses or they want to, and then they end up being employers instead of employees. And a lot of us who are born here in this country, we are grown up and we are raised to become great employees as opposed to being encouraged to be great employers. Start your own business be an entrepreneur today never been a better time and so this was just a great example still alive today and uh, let's hear further because d talks about the about the cast and how they still they still keep in touch and they all think that they're that they're great people which i think was just refreshing after watching some previous seasons seeing the backstabbing and and uh, just kind of the negativity that can come out of of a, of a show like this, a reality show. Um, but I would say like, if you do go and play the game, detach from the outcome, have the goal, have your why of why you're out there, but take it day by day. Don't think 10 steps ahead, take it day by day. And then once you're fine. Boy, that's such good advice just for in general. Uh, it's good to have a goal way ahead of us or something that's way down the road, a, a strong, powerful goal that will draw us, that will pull us forward a toward goal, not a move away from. Our our best goals are ones that pulled us forward and not ones that we're trying to get away. Fearful that I don't want this to happen. No, I want to be here. I want to become that. And once we have that direction and then bring it back, like D says, take it day by day. What can I do today in furtherance of uh, that direction where I know I'm going? And so just a great example on some of these shows can actually be a great example of what we should or could be doing in our own business and our own life. Uh, yeah, we all keep in touch. The, the cast entirely, we keep in touch. We do trips together everywhere. It's, it's amazing. This is a very special group of people. Very special. We, we know how to have hard conversations. We've all apologized to each other for the lies the backstabbing um and the mean comments but you know it's it's a show at the end of the day but these are great human beings so isn't that great they all keep in touch with each other they've all said their apologies hey listen you know we had to do we had to do on the show but listen in the end we're all friends and we are fellow humans and that's and and that's great to see in a in a uh, a really diverse group of eighteen people that come together as strangers from all these different walks of life, and in the end, through this and let's face it, you know what somebody will do for ten dollars? Can you imagine what they do for a million? Right in the show, people really are they know they're spending 
26 days away from their families and their work and their real life and away from technology, hungry, no, hardly any food, and they're competing for this million dollars. And people come together and alliances are formed and people are voted off and uh, people are backstabbed and people are blindsided. And in the end, as Dee was saying, right, they came together as a, as, a, as a group. In the end, they're all still friends. They've gone on trips together. Isn't that crazy? And so, hey, this has been the, uh, and we're going we're gonna to do more of, as to what's going on with the American dream and the attack. But listen, as of today, as of this episode, we're celebrating that the American dream is still alive, right? Still just happened, still happening every day. It can happen for you. And I would encourage you to have that mindset, go after the proper skill sets, and then develop the habits to get where you want to go, to become what you want to become, regardless of the money. Setting a money goal is fantastic because it helps you keep score. But that's not the outcome that you're looking for. It's what you become uh, and going after that goal, because in the end, you could lose all those millions because you've come because you've become something more. You can make that money back at any time, especially in this country still today, even though the American values and principles are under attack. And so we can't let that happen. We need more stories like this that can continue to happen in the future. We want more young people to see people like D on a TV show like Survivor who were born in another country and their parents bring them to America. They become American citizens and they win a million dollars. And guess what? They put it to good use. They 10X that money. That's what Dee's going to do and I believe she's going to do it. And so listen, everybody, let's take a lesson from this past season of Survivor 45. The American dream is still alive and I want to encourage everybody and all of us to come together to keep it that way so that we can give more opportunities to other people. Because when we do that, we give more opportunities to ourselves. Hey, everybody, you know I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode.